0: Hello, 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 and happy Friday, Friday, March 12th, 2021, and today we're going to wrap up our series on what motivates you, and today we're going to, uh, a couple readings, one from Psalm 27, 4, and then Romans eight, twenty-eight. So Psalm 27, verse 4, from the Passion Translation. Here's the one thing I crave from God, the one thing I seek above all else. I want the privilege of living with him every moment in his house, finding the sweet loveliness of his face, filled with awe, delighting in his glory and grace. I want to live my life so close to him that he takes pleasure in my every prayer. Psalm 27, 4 from the NIV. One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. And then Romans 8.28 from NIV. And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Romans 8.28 from The Voice. We are confident that God is able to orchestrate everything to work towards something good and beautiful when we love him and accept his invitation to live according to his plan. So we are wrapping up this week on what motivates you. And today's verses talk about living a life for God's plan, not our plan. And we've touched on that, you know, what should truly be motivating us is God, Right? And God's will and God's direction on our life. But then how do you know what it is that God's calling you to do? How do you know if it's the God or if it's the devil? How do you know if it's God or the world? How do you know if it's God or just your own personal desires? Right? And that's where some people have said, all right, Lisa, great. I want to be motivated. I want to do what God's called me to do. But I have all of these voices in my head. How do I know which one's God and which one's myself or the devil or the world or, you know, my friends, my family? I want to do what God's called me to do, but I just don't know which voice is God's. And the answer is easy. It's a simple, easy answer. Yet the process to follow through will require discipline and discernment and dedication. The answer is easy. You slow down, you pray, and you ask God to clear away all the other voices so you only hear His. And you just pray. That's it. It's that simple. Lord, what is it that you have for me? It's that simple. Yet, I would say prayer And listening for God's voice and waiting for his response will not be the easiest thing you do, right? What we need to do is simple. We pray and we ask God for that discernment. God, what is it that you would have me do? The challenge and the struggles start or begin or happen when we need to discern and listen and stop. Because sometimes we're in such a hurry, right? Or right here, right now, in this moment. God, I need to know, what do you want me to do before the light turns green? Hello. You know, that's... So it's simple. Yeah, we need to pray. And you can be praying at a stoplight. I'm not saying you can't. I've had many great conversations and time of prayer when I'm driving. Some, those are some of my best prayer times and my best listening times. And prayer is a two-way conversation with God. Talking and listening. And a powerful prayer life is one that's listening more than you're talking. And that's really what we're called to do. Lord, what would you have me do? And then listen for that still, small voice. And God will answer you. And if you're not sure, and you're like, I don't... Lord, is that you? You know, you can pray and say, all right, Lord, I'm not sure that's you. I, I need to know without a shadow of a doubt that that is you talking to me. Can you just give me a sign or something? And God is faithful. There have been times in my life where I'm like, all right, Lord, I don't know what to do. And somebody will, you know, It's not that you will hear God's audible voice, right? Or you may not even necessarily feel his, you know, divine touch on your body. Sometimes you've been praying and you have told no one else what you're praying for, okay? But then you're standing in line to get your morning coffee and someone in the line is talking about exactly what you were praying for and says, you know, this is what needs to be done. And you're like, Oh, God could be working through someone else or you don't know what to do. And somebody that, you know, walks up to you and says, all right, I don't know why I'm telling you this, but boom. And guess what? That was the answer to your prayer. They didn't know you prayed to God. They just know that they were told to come up and tell you whatever. Yet God will answer those prayers or a certain song will come on the radio that brings you such clarity and confirmation. And then there's other times that God is giving us those answers and he is saying this is me. But it's our own will that gets in the way. Because we don't want to do what God is telling us to do. You know, God is motivating us towards his will, his vision, his mission for us. Yet we're so wrapped up in ourselves and our plan that we're missing the boat. And we're not being motivated by the right thing. You know, so we'll say, oh, Lord, you know, what is it that you'll have me do? Lord, help motivate me. And he'll motivate you and you'll be like, oh, that's not it. Nope. And things end up being a struggle and a constant challenge. And you're like, all right, Lord, this is what you want me to do. Why is it always a challenge? And that's when we need to slow down and pause and say, hmm, is it really that it's a challenge? Or am I trying to do something that God has not called me to do? Am I being motivated by my own human desire, my own free will? And it doesn't line up with what God's called me to do. And that's where we need to like pause and think. Yeah, when things fall into place, your motivations are usually lined up with what God has for you, usually. And even when you're exhausted or tired or things don't go perfect, you still have this sense of peace, this sense of accomplishment and understanding to where you don't become overwhelmed or stressed. And that's because you're motivated by what God's called you to do and it may not go perfectly and it may have bumps and bruises and turns and curves that were unexpected yet when you're following through with what God's called you to do and you're motivated to serve him and do what he's called you to do it will work out. But those turns and curves and flips and flops are not of God. That's because, you know, the devil knows that you're up to something good, right? And he does not want you to follow through and stay motivated for, to fulfill God's plan. Because he knows God has something huge and fabulous and wonderful for you in the world. And that you're going to help grow his kingdom and you're gonna share how much God loves with others. And so those bumps and curves and flips and flaps are meant to deter you and to you know strip away that motivation. And that's when you need to turn to prayer the most and say, All right, nope, not buying it. This is what God's called me to do. Lord, protect me, get away from me, evil. I have a plan. I will fulfill what God's called me to do and stay motivated and focused on what God's called you to do and not what the world thrusts in your path. And that's why I said it's easy and it's simple, right? We pray and we stay focused on God. Bada bing, bada boom. Simple. Easy to do. All right. An easy concept, yet sometimes such a challenge and struggle to follow through with, right? I've had many a time in my life where it would have been easier to say or do something different, but I knew that's not where God was taking me. And I will also tell you the times that I took the easier road because my motivation and my focus got... um, distracted you know what there were consequences negative things happened you know and there was a longer journey to get back on track but we can't let those bumps and you know mistakes hold us back because god knows we're going to make mistakes god knows that our motivation will not always be focused on him The world is enticing. The world is so full of fabulous, wonderful things you can do. And many, 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 most of them will glorify God. It's the manner in which you do them, it's the motivation within your heart and your mind when you're doing them that will determine if it's good, bad, or ugly. You know, take for Facebook or social media, for instance, you know, there's a lot of people that believe, you know, social media is bad. It's against the Bible. It's against God. Yet I find social media is a fabulous, fabulous venue to share joy and hope and encouragement and inspire others. And isn't that what we're called to do? And you don't have to be thumping Bible verses at people every day. You know, just show joy. You know, show that you're motivated to be optimistic and happy and peaceful and peace-filled. And that's what people will see. And so social media becomes a tool of inspiration for others that just might be feeling down on their luck. I don't know. So this whole week, we've just been looking at what motivates you. And I hope as we round down the week that really you realize that what motivates you should be coming from the depths of your heart. And it should be something that you're passionate about something you believe in something that you have God's inspiration and peace to do and when you feel God motivating you and encouraging you to do something that will give you a holy motivation that nothing will be able to stop all those roadblocks will just be bumps they're not going to close the road they're just going to be a bump in the road and you're going to get through it As long as you keep your eyes focused and stay motivated for what the true meaning behind what you're doing is. And in the world, there's so many things that could take our focus off of the goal, right? And I want to encourage you that as you think about your life's mission or vision statement, and as you think about what motivates you, are you doing things that fuel what motivates you? Or are you doing things that are completely working against what motivates you? You know, and I talked about that on Monday that I even have things in my life that I know hold me back from fulfilling where I see God taking me. And why do I keep doing them? Because I don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. I don't want to let someone down. But at the end of the week, on Friday, do I want to let people down or do I want to let God down? You know, that's a tough decision. And it's a decision that only you can make for yourself. It's a decision only I can make for myself. And I am encouraged and motivated to keep sharing and encouraging and inspiring you. And I hope that this week you thought about what your life's mission and vision statement was i th- hope you thought about how is god motivated you motivated you and motivating you and what are you doing in your life to fuel that what are you doing to stay focused on god's plan who is your accountability partner standing alongside of you to encourage you on the tough days Are you taking time to pray every day, which is talking with God and listening to God? And yes, you can pray while you're brushing your teeth. You can pray while you're in the shower. You can pray on the treadmill at the gym. You can pray sitting at a stoplight. Prayer is not confined to being on your knees on the side of your bed. You can talk to God any time of the day, regardless of where you are. You can pray within your heart. You can pray out loud. God is always there and he's listening. So if you still don't know what motivates you to be who you are and do what you do, take some time this weekend to really think about where do you see yourself in one year, five years, 10 years, 20 years. And pray and ask God, where does he see you in one year, five years, 10 years, 20 years? And how do they line up? And write it out. What is that mission, your life mission or vision statement? And what would motivate you to live a life that fulfills that statement 24-7, 365 you have the strength and the power and the ability within you, sometimes we just need somebody to say, you can do this. You have a great purpose. You are going far. You are making a difference. You will make an impact on the world. The impact and the difference you make is your choice. So what will motivate you? to make sure that it's a positive impact and a positive difference have a wonderful weekend and I will catch everybody next week thank you for listening to one sister's journey keeping it real I'm Lisa I'm your hostess and remember be sure to follow the podcast so that you're notified when a new podcast goes live and as always you can message me or give me a shout and I'd love to hear from you. Have a great day.